is the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast, telling the story of Kosciuszko County through the eyes of those who have been here lifetimes and those who have just arrived. The mission of Clearly Kosciuszko is to craft a sense of place and pull all corners of our county together. The story of our community is ever unfolding and needs you. Each month, we'll talk with those involved in our community and invite listeners to play, learn, and grow alongside us. Now, the latest edition of the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast with your host, Jody Claypool and Ryan Martin. Welcome back to another Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Martin. With me, as always, I'd love to say at one point, with me as always is Garth, but no, we'll, we'll stick with Jody Claypool here, uh, Wayne's World reference for back in the day. Jody Claypool, we're broadcasting live from the Kedco Studio Offices, third floor, City Hall, Warsaw, Indiana. Another great day. Spring has tried to spring several times. It has not sprung yet. Uh, just a few days ago, we ended up with snow, Easter snow in the middle of April, so... It is what it is. We're pushing back that uh, dip into the lake for the first little bit or that first float down the river just a little bit. But it's still nice to see the trees getting some flowers and buds on them. Jody, thanks for joining me today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For us, I think float down the river is more applicable. More applicable. Yeah, more, more on that to, to come. We're going to be starting to talk about a couple of exciting things that Jody and I are working on here uh, in episodes to come. But we'll, we'll keep it under wraps just a little bit longer here. Uh, but we have a special guest today on the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. Well, all of our guests are special. Um, but, but this one is a little bit closer to my heart because, you know, I'm the agribusiness partner here at Kedco. Uh, agriculture is in my blood. I have my hands in it all over the place. And we have, we have a gentleman with us today that has sort of bridged that gap from agriculture over into, um, I don't want to say mainstream, but, but a different industry and a lifelong resident here. We're looking forward to meeting him. So Jody, who do we have today? Uh, today we've got Orville Haney from Homes, Land and Lakes, uh, real estate. And so Orville, I don't really know Orville, but right. it sounds like I really need to know Orville. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to this episode so I can learn more about who this guy is. Yeah, or Orville Haney, uh, for those of you who don't know, and again, that's a very small minority because I, I've been introduced to Orville. Orville actually, disclaimer, Orville helped uh, me purchase one of my farm properties. Uh, I believe it was... Uh, it was a smaller property that we had that we're, we're working with on the farm. So, uh, But that's where I met Orville to start. But Orville has had his roots in Farm Bureau for a long time. That's where if you drive around this state anywhere and just mention the word Orville Haney, nine times out of ten you'll get a, oh, yeah, I, I know Orv. And so he's well-known, not just in our community, but around the state. And so I've talked a, a good two and a half minutes now about him. I, I, are you feeling your ears burn yet, Orville? Hey, I'm just happy to be here, just, just, just like the undesirable date at the prom. I'm just happy to be here, guys. <laughs> so we're looking forward to chatting with you. So, Orville, uh, let's just dive right in. Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, what you're doing right now, and, and your connection to Kosciuszko County. Give us the Cliffs Notes version, and we'll dive from there. Well, I'm a, a sixth-generation dairy farmer turned realtor. Uh, graduated from Tippecanoe Valley High School uh, here in the southwest corner of the county. Uh, in 1998, uh, then went on to Purdue University and graduated with a, a Bachelor of Science in Animal Science Production and minored in Ag Economics. Um, took my first job out of Purdue. I worked on the family dairy and I worked as a farm manager for Maple Leaf Farms here. Uh, 
large duck producer and a fine farm here in Kosciuszko County. And uh, after that, uh, became a milk inspector for the Board of Animal Health and worked there with them for a year. And after a couple years of working off the farm, I'd, I'd raised enough to uh, get some fence and some waters and and stay busy uh, on my own steam and, and was a full-time dairyman up until uh, I got my real estate license at the start of uh, 2018. All right, so that's, that's quite the quite the resume through there and we could go any number of ways but let's talk what you're doing now homes land and lakes realty um, talk about the realty business here as it relates to Kosciuszko County your business and then just you know, school us a little bit about the state of the uh, of real estate here in Kosciuszko County well you know after uh, selling commodities for a good number of years I, I just felt like we were losing markets and I became kind of jaded with commodities. I felt like the, the family farmers uh, taking up a lot of the risk and doing a lot of work. But really, at the end of the day, there's a lot of people between him and the consumer that are taking a lion's share of that profit. So I kind of did some thinking and looked around and I thought, you know, uh, real estate is one area where there's really no limit. And if you do things right, treat people right, you can not only... Uh, make a decent living, but have an impact on the community that you live in, make things better for everyone around you. And, and you specialize, at least you've, you've shared this with me, you, you, you specialize or, or like to think you specialize in helping um, folks that are older generation, maybe agriculture related, may, maybe not, but, but older generation, try and figure out how the best way to handle, manage, and transition uh, in their real estate needs, wants, and desires, whether it's uh, how, they, how they just sell it or how they, they work with that. You, you talked to me about that a couple of times. Is, is that still a focus of what you're doing? Absolutely. I, I, uh, from my life experiences in business and in agriculture, I, I feel like I have a, a decent perspective of the people's needs that are in those situations, and I just try to listen to the situation and, and offer solutions. So what's the current state of the real estate market in Kosciuszko County? You, you told us a little bit before we started recording here. Um, just let's talk about inventory availability, uh, what's needed, uh, what we have, what we don't have, prices. I mean, the floor is yours over. What, what, what are we looking at here in spring of 2022? Well, you know, we're seeing things now that we've only seen on the coast before, and it, it has made it to the heartland now in terms of uh, just the craziness uh, of, of the uh, market. You know, the, the amount of inventory is very low, and we have people that want to be here, want to live and work here, and uh, the commutes are getting longer uh, simply because it, it's a hot spot. It's one of the hottest spots in the nation as far as manufacturing. If you look at where the money is in the United States, there's a big red dot right here in northeastern Indiana. And uh, we're making it happen in Kosciuszko County. So where are we seeing that money spent? Where, where's the target market? Oh, as far as uh, I, I think the manufacturing sector, uh, what, what we saw... Uh, you know, coming in pre-pandemic and even afterwards, the RVs and uh, our, our medical here also, you know, we have an aging population as far as, you know, people are living longer. And uh, 
gosh, we, we produce uh, a lot of food and a lot of uh, medical industry parts, and those are both uh, pretty important products. Those, the demand for those products doesn't go away. So as far as, uh, as, far as home uh, price and size, where are we seeing the highest demand? The the biggest lack and the biggest demand is that family sized home. I, I would say you know not your starter home, not your retirement home, but in that two thousand square foot range, three bedrooms, two baths, something that you know you, you got a room for mom and dad, you got a room for maybe the boys or a room for the girls. Uh, you know to to uh, try to find that in a decent price range with the the middle with a middle class salary these days is very difficult to build something like that is even more difficult are you seeing you know we've heard a lot and and even within the city of warsaw here in kosciuszko county um some of the development has been in the area of apartments or, or, or condos. As the generation is up, you're speaking kind of our language, Orville. You, you know, people can do the math. You graduated high school in 1998. You know, we could all tell our ages here, but we're all the same general age demographic, family. What about the newer generations coming in? Are they still looking for this kind of home environment, or are we seeing some demand shift to more of the, the condo, the communal living kind of arrangement? I think with increased interest rates and more so of a, a nomadic society, we're seeing homes lived in fewer years on average uh, in this state. Just in the in the three years uh, that that I've been really engulfed in real estate, uh, the the number of years that the average home has lived in in this state has decreased, and the expense of the purchase and the expense of the sale that that's something that um, you know folks folks in a lease or rental situation would most likely like to avoid and uh, I think uh, those those rentals and those uh, those leases uh, make for a, a nice starting point uh, for folks and uh, there's just there's just a lack of availability across the board I really feel like our recession of the late, 90s pulled so many tradesmen so many independent businessmen it pulled them into industry those folks are into our manufacturing now they're into these companies they got benefits they got retirement who's going to build these houses and i, I think you know sitting here as a parent with some young men at home uh, there's gonna be some opportunities for builders here in the next decade big ones yeah yeah that's a good that's a good point mm -hmm. turn uh, flip from the residential side to now on the business side Commercial properties. Uh, what, what's the commercial property landscape here in Kosciuszko County? And, and you can expand in Northeast Indiana, but specifically the county. What are you seeing commercial-wise yeah, pro here? Probably com compare and contrast if you have that um, knowledge about the surrounding counties. Mm -hmm. Like, how is there is there more of a, a low-pressure system here that will drive businesses here versus outside of the county? I, I can say, you know, from my experience with other counties, Kosciuszko County wants your business. Kosciuszko County has people in place to not only listen to your needs, but to try to help you find a spot they want to see you succeed. And we've got, I've, I've seen some of our larger companies here, some startup businesses have been able to serve the needs of those starter companies and those starter businesses come to here to Kedco and to our resources in county and uh, there is not a lack of people lined up to help somebody uh, stake a claim here 
and start up a business here. And the beauty side of that is we got some wonderful people here to fill those jobs. And that's, that's the other side of the coin. Not only are we uh, good towards people that want to start up here, they're going to have, have a, a better overall access to some hardworking people as well. All right, so so Orville, we've kind of covered the the, the, the business side of it, uh, and of course, you wouldn't be here if your business wasn't doing uh, well uh, so far along. But let, let's talk a little bit about now your origin story. You brushed it a little bit there as you you graduated Tippy Valley. Um, six generations of Haney's uh, farming in this community. Tell us a little bit about Orville Haney, the man. Boy, I uh, I really don't like to toot my own horn, right? Yeah, well, I'm telling I, you, now's time. I, uh, <laughs> I I have had the opportunity to see a good share of this world. I have seen this country. Um, there is nowhere else I want to be than Kosciuszko County. And why? The quality of the people. Uh, you know, you just can't help but feel that there's good things going on here. We watch out for each other. Um, overall you know to to feel good about where you live and and know that you're safe and you know you see all this buzz going on in the world around us and it's real easy to get down on things what i always fall back on is when that gets to the back doorstep of warsaw we really got problems <laughs> but we're we're pretty safe right here in kosciuszko county we got a pretty good deal um orville haney as far as the man uh when i became a parent I basically gave up on Norval Haney and it was, it's about the future. And the older I get and the more I learn, the more I realize, the less I know and the more work there is to be done. I will do my best to hand things over better than how I found them. And uh, I just, it don't take a whole lot for me to live, Ryan. I, I never dreamed that I'd do as well as I've done in real estate. I, uh, I struggled uh, selling commodities. I struggled to make ends meet as a family farmer on a small-scale dairy farm, and uh, it was not for lack of effort. And I just I feel very grateful to be in an area where there's just a tremendous amount of business taking place. And if, if you are uh, willing to listen to people and find out what they need and take care of those needs i think there's just ample opportunity here what are some of the what are some of the groups that you are or were involved in so it, it, you know if you you know are trying to leave things better than you found them or they were handed over to you you know you've been involved in a lot of different businesses agriculture and non-ag related or, or groups i should say so uh, talk about a couple of those that are near and dear to your heart well i i suppose uh Anytime I enter into a group setting or into a team setting, I, I think a strong suit is just to kind of get an overall overview of the people that I'm dealing with and look for potential roadblocks in terms of personality conflict and people's needs and, and what, what are we going to have problems with here? How can we streamline this and make it functional, you know, before we have problems uh, more or less uh, bringing people together, I think, has always been my strong suit. When, when I was on the state uh, young farmer committee with Farm Bureau, you know, you have conflicting personalities. But I think at the end of the day, uh, when, when you talk to these people individually, they all want the same thing. 
and, and then, you know, how we can kind of form fit those needs together towards a solution. That has always been my strong suit and has helped me, you know, th through that process of gaining those parties trust and making them enjoy the process and working together that has brought me to the top of the organizations and and not necessarily what i set out to do but just because i like to win ryan you know <laughs> and who doesn't right yeah so if you were so if somebody's coming outside of the county to the county looking for a home what are what are your top sales uh points what how do you highlight this area as a an area to live for them well it's there's opportunity I mean, there, there's you. You will scratch hard to find any more opportunity than there is right here in Kosciuszko County. And then the other side of that is quality of life. Uh, what we have here—it's just a sportsman's paradise. It's a nature lover's paradise. It's an evangelical paradise. Uh, if you have an interest, odds are there's something very decent for you here in Kosciuszko County. And how easy is it to find said? said interest so yeah you could probably say that for a lot of places i mean let's not let's not throw kosciuszko yay rob we, you could say that but it's the ease of being able to find some of those things absolutely right? and and a lot of these things are free guys you know and, and and unfortunately those are the least publicized uh you know you need money to to advertise as such but we've got a wonderful visitors bureau um there, there's places and people you just start talking about pe to people about your interests and you'll find opportunity here. I, I, I have a visitor's guide that I like to hand out to potential buyers. I've brought a lot of people in from other states and they just cannot believe the quality of the people and just the, the way that they are treated um, when they come to Indiana. Um, they, they want to get away from places that there may be just a number or they don't necessarily feel safe and they can come here and, you know, have the best of all worlds. You've got opportunity, you've got recreation, uh, you've got options when it comes to diet or, uh, you know, things of that nature. We're big enough to have everything of being big, but still small enough to have a heart. And I think that's a good place to be. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. It's funny, he, he was bringing up uh, kind of the double-edged sword of us having um, a protected area. Like this area yeah. tends to be the last area that's going to see the food shortage problem right. or the crime problem. I've had that conversation before with people, you know, you're talking about conspiracy theories at the, you know, the American table, having breakfast, right, which is a really great venue mm -hmm. here in Warsaw if you like good food. And, uh, you know, you're talking about the state of things. And, like, I don't see it. I don't see all the problems. It's like, yeah, well, you know, like you said, when it finally does get here, that means the rest of the world's on fire, right? So you do have the double-edged sword of this place is a great place to be because it'll be the last place where you're going to feel the pain and suffering outside that's happening. But also it kind of prevents us from actually really knowing what's going on on the outside because we're so insulated from it. We tend to be the last ones to suffer the, the, the effects. Where, where along those lines, so you mentioned bringing a lot of people in out of state. Do you see any trends? 
Where, where are people wanting to come to Indiana from? Is it just, is it just a hodgepodge, or do we see more oh, states, California yeah. and Illinois? Yeah, or, yeah, say Illinois yeah. would seem like Do you least. see no, that? There's a, I've seen a large influx from Arizona. Uh, places. What? Oh, b- the people bo- go from here to Arizona, right? They, they, it's not safe. There's places that aren't safe there. They uh, haven't they haven't monitored our border. Just that golf carts and mass from Scottsdale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting, interesting. Arizona, I would not have picked that. The, there's uh, the the illegal immigrant problems. The places where that has happened, we get calls from there. Is that right? Is that right? Interesting. Mm. All right. So yeah, you have kids. You you've highlighted them a couple of times. Uh, it's a Saturday afternoon and the kids want to have fun. Orville, what's your go-to? What do you do? Oh, there's the rivers, there's the lakes. I mean, there's a plethora of, of things to do. There's trails. Uh, if it's nasty out, you can go indoors. Um, our YMCA is, is amazing. Um, there's just, if you can't find something to do in Indiana, if you're if you're if you're bored in Kosciuszko County, it's because you're lazy. Oh, there it is. Put that put that on a card somewhere. That's going to be that's that's the new slogan for the Convention and Visitors Bureau. I'm sure. If you can't find something to do, you're lazy. Orville Haney. <laughs> I like it. I like it. What's the lake scene looking like now? Yeah, I uh, I've seen. So you've got your lakes in the northern part of the county that have been established for a good long while and uh, wonderful real estate very high priced real estate and as you continue towards the south side of the county we're seeing those uh, a wave of increase there's a red line of increase values moving south Um, people that that want to have an opportunity uh, to live on the lake that are indigenous people to Kosciuszko County, I would say point your sights towards some of the opportunities on some of our smaller no-wake lakes uh, on the south side of the county because they are going to do nothing but appreciate. If you go on the the Beacon website and look at the property owner and the property owner's home address, you'll find that lakes make a transition from being owned by indigenous residents to people outside of Kosciuszko County. And when that makes that change, then things change in general. The same with manufacturing versus agriculture. We're in a state where we're changing into a manufacturing county. That changes planning. That changes, I mean, that transition uh, changes things, and it's happening. But the lakes are wonderful. Um, if you, the fishing here is amazing. So I, there was a key statement there. You know, I know a lot of folks were probably keying on, on, on the, the lake property forecast. I want to go to the, you mentioned, said Kosciuszko County is transitioning to a manufacturing county more than an agricultural county. Expound on that a little bit because all of a sudden, as an ag guy, red flag just goes up the pole oh ho, 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 ho. wait up so let's talk about that a little bit it's it's going to change the way that we do business uh in agriculture here in the county uh, but we're already we've we've taken the right steps to be proactive in in terms of self-policing and and uh, working with the agencies that are already established we already know our agricultural industry already knows how to be a good neighbor in this county 
Um, but there's going to be more the challenges. Other, but does the other side, you know, so if I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers, but agricultural, agriculture knows how to be a good neighbor. Does manufacturing know how to reciprocate, in your opinion? I think that's going to depend on the transition of leadership. We, we still have a stronghold of, of uh, agricultural-based, uh, you know, historically agricultural-based conservative leadership in this county. Not saying that the torch necessarily needs to be passed, but as we transition and integrate some more of the manufacturing-type leadership, I think that the history of the county needs to be explained so, you know, the, the new leadership, if they understand the history, they'll be more apt to understand the challenges. Interesting. So land use then becomes a dominant, dominant, dominant feature of the discussions from now through the next several decades. If we're going to be making that transition, land use is key. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we, want, we want both parties to do well. And they're going to have to communicate and work together to do that. So does that does that put you then in a either an enviable or unenviable spot as the broker of some of these transactions that concern land use, manufacturing, not being in real estate? What role do you play in the years to come in that? Sixth generation agriculture now working as we transition some of the parts of the county into more of a manufacturing focus. I think the key is is understanding the needs and challenges of our residents and you know what what is good for the county what is good for everyone uh, as I've started to monitor some of the challenges that face our leadership um, there there we're really we have some no-win situations on the horizon here guys and uh, there's going to be some losers um, we've got a big traffic problem here in town. And uh, when we adjust that, there's going to be winners and losers. It's not pleasant. Um, it's going to take empathy. It's going to take thought. It's going to take people putting themselves in other people's shoes. And I think, you know, that's, that's my strong point in the real estate side of things. Having been exposed to both corporate and agricultural understanding somewhat the needs of both sides um i think you know when when you have someone that's willing to sit down and and educate and talk and and kind of put those needs out on the table in an organized fashion moving forward i think that's that's our best route yeah so how do you what what do you see as the primary manufacturing industries developing in this area? anybody who wants to be here yeah. You know, we, we, we're pretty straightforward as a county. I, I see some people that come in that want to do business in other counties, and they start asking questions, and they don't get straight answers. And, and you've got to put some coin out there to do some of this stuff. I mean, even the research. But when you make those calls and you start as a business owner or, or as someone that owns a company, you know, are they going to be receptive to me? You know, Kosciuszko County puts out their arms and grabs them and brings them in, whereas other counties sometimes don't always have uh, straight answers. And and that we've got a new plan in place, you know, our, our vision for the future with our planning committee and some of those things. I, I can tell you uh, that, you know, as, as someone that wants to be an entrepreneur and grow their company, the tools here are 
way ahead of most counties and I don't want to discredit our neighboring counties we've got wonderful people all around us but as far as being progressive um, Kosciuszko County is ready to roll I mean just just go down 30 and look out here northeast of all the space that's that's cleared and is ready to just blossom and we've got proven leadership in place that knows how to manage that you know going forward uh, it's pretty exciting yeah yeah, at what point, and this is for both of you guys, at what point does the price per acre force a shift from agriculture to manufacturing? I, I think it's more, more uh, based around location, really. Um, manufacturers will be close to the people that are, are going to be working in the jobs. Um, what do you think, Ryan? Well, you know, I, I don't think it matters at yeah. a price per acre. I, I think really, in my mind, it really comes down to what we're manufacturing. Uh, if you're just coming in here and just having a, a standard, you know, small manufacturing business that's going to be doing the same things that we're already here, I think it's one thing. If you're looking at a, um, and, and this is a way over the top example, but if you had another steel dynamics type facility, look, for that kind of setup, money's no object. It doesn't matter how much you exactly. pay per acre because mm -hmm. of the product that you're going to be turning out over decades and decades and decades. So I think it comes down to a little bit about what manufacturing you are. But I, I, I'm with you, Orville, on most of that, yeah. Right on. So you see the corridor being 30? That's where – or do you see some development going on the 15, the north-south, as well as oh, the we, east We've west. got some fantastic little incorporated towns around here that are just – dying for somebody to come in as well i mean we uh there there is a big you know winona corp there in silver lake is sitting empty uh there's an opportunity silver lake would love to have someone there i'm sure of it um i i wouldn't say that uh necessarily you have to be around uh the county seat but all you know that we're welcoming all comers from yeah. from my perspective well, and, that, and that's a very 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 good point so many times we talk about because it's the orthopedic capital of the world and i'm using the bunny ears we're, we're talking about things happening here in city center or, or county center um you mentioned silver lake etna green yes has, has fantastic uh, opportunity pearson go 30 the other way 30 Absolutely. and 13 uh, you know, and even go up 15, the short time, just undertaking a huge yeah. expansion yeah. up in the Milford area. So all the little bergs, I mean, we may not be able to hit Sevastopol <laughs> down in your stomping grounds, Orville. We, we may not be able to see big uh, commercial development in Sevastopol, uh, but uh, we have plenty of Webster and Syracuse. We think of those a lot of times as the boutique areas and you know, no industry there because it's all catering to the lakes. Now, there's plenty of opportunity that we can even put some roots down in those areas. So the, the county is interesting in that regard. You go to the other counties, go straight to our north, Elkhart County. Yeah, there are some little burgs, some little hamlets, but they're all dominated already by the RV industry. So there's not areas to go as much and you go in lagrange county it's a completely different dynamic there are hardly any bergs at least with good road access in noble county albion is is the county seat and it's at the intersections of of nine and eight uh, you know not necessarily the roads that we have here so i think we have a lot of opportunity here in the county oh well, you think about your major urban hubs 
uh, of Chicago, Indianapolis, and, and, you know, we've got Fort Wayne and South Bend and, and people historically I've heard, you know, when I talk to my, my friends that went to college and left and went to other places, you know, oh, you're too far away from an airport or, you know, some of the challenges that come with that. And I, and I know where they live in Indianapolis. I ask them, well, how long does it take you to drive from where you're at in Noblesville, the Indianapolis International Airport? Well, about 45 minutes. I said, well, how long is it from, you know, the northeast corner of Warsaw to the Fort Wayne International Airport? Well, about 55 minutes, you know, and is the traffic a little bit better? You know, is there, is there a little bit better quality recreation here? Is it a little bit less of a rat race than where you're at? And and those are some of the things that I, I think uh, are going to really shine as, uh, you know, moving forward. We're a blank template. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, you know, not to zero in on one thing there, but that airport argument, it's not so much it's Indianapolis International is closer for them. It's the fact that the flights out of Indy are a heck of a lot cheaper. True. If we could figure out some way to get our small, I don't want to say regional airports, because Fort Wayne's an international airport, for crying out loud, but, but get these smaller airports to actually have the same fare structure or at least a competitive fare structure I mean, because you can almost spend the gas to drive from here to Indy for what it costs an increased plane ticket out of out of sure. Fort Wayne and South Bend. Sure. So, and that's nothing that this group can tackle at all. So I probably shouldn't even brought it up, but it is what it is. Yeah, no, that I would literally just went through that mental gymnastic exercise trying to figure out how to get to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And so I looked at South Bend and I looked at Fort Wayne and I'm going to save a bunch of money. And it's so much more convenient just to drive down to Indy. Yep. Straight flight, more times, better options that work for my schedule, and it's way cheaper. Yep. So that's, that is the mental gymnastic exercise that people do. I prefer to fly out of South Bend. I prefer to fly, fly, fly out of Fort Wayne because of the ease of ingress and egress, yep. right? You can literally show up to the airport about 20 minutes before the flight without any fear of missing your flight. And, and long-term parking is quarter to half mile away of a walk rather than... I need a bus. <laughs> That's right. Get on the Greyhound. Get another ticket. <laughs> have to schedule another leg of the adventure. Right. Yeah, exactly. right. And, so. and I'll talk to, you know, in part to my my neighbors here that would like to see some businesses come in and, and see things flourish. You know, we as Hoosiers and, and we as a smaller rural community, a lot of times don't do a very good job of telling our story and and making our strong points shine. Um Folks, folks don't realize that a lot of the problems that they're dealing with around some of these big urban centers, we just simply don't have. Right. Our yeah. schools, uh, safety, um, access to, to different things. I mean, it's, it's a really great place to live here. Yeah, it is. And so with that, I'm going to transition that into, uh, Orville, we have a, a standard question. It's the question that we ask every guest on the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. And uh, so we're curious that, uh, how you would answer this. Jody, go ahead and ask the question. So this, this podcast is in conjunction with the uh, Clearly Kosciuszko, okay? And so what we ask our, uh, the people that come on the show is, what does Clearly Kosciuszko mean to you? It's a clear choice. It's an easy choice. It's the best. It's the best there is. That's six generations coming That's at us. That's six generations talking that. So, 
Orville, got any other words of wisdom for us here as, as, as we wrap this up? Our time went fast, faster than I thought it would. You know, I, I would say to folks, uh, it's real easy to focus on the warts of an organization or the warts of a county or the warts of something. I, I would challenge folks to think more towards solution and, and less towards complaints. And just realize that, that we are all in this together. You know, the strength of our community relies on our compassion for each other. And I think kindness goes a heck of a long ways, especially with some of the suffrage that we can see on the horizon in terms of uh, what's going on in the rest of the world around us. Um, I think Orville's just given us the back of the t-shirt design. So on the front, it will be, if you can't find something to do in Kosciuszko County, you're lazy. And on the back, it'll say, be kind, period. They got to work. I think those will sell. Yeah. We'll take them to the printer. Orville, thanks for stopping by. It's been absolutely great to have you on here talking about uh, what you're seeing in the, in the county, in the industry. Um, we need to do it again sometime soon. So thanks for stopping by, Jody. It's been great seeing you here again. This is the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast, and we'll be back again with another episode just around the bend twice a month now, every two weeks. These uh, podcasts are getting uploaded. Check them out on any uh, podcast provider, Spotify, and the list goes on and on. But we'll talk to you next time here on the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. Stay safe. Clearly Kosciuszko is a countywide voice created in partnership between the Lilly Center for Lakes and Streams, Kosciuszko County Convention and Visitors Bureau, Kosciuszko Chamber of Commerce, and the Kosciuszko Economic Development Corporation. If you're seeking a day trip or a weekend getaway, a place to start your business, or a flexible location for a corporate conference, Clearly, Kosciuszko will connect residents and visitors with the right resource throughout the county. Thanks for listening.